Hi, this is Michelle Thomas, and welcome to my podcast from El Peter Hope Outreach Ministries. Today, I want to talk to you about having sustaining faith. Life has its challenges, but God is sovereign. I don't believe I ever met anyone who has not experienced difficulties in life. I know that I myself have had my share of difficult circumstances, setbacks, and disappointments. Difficulties can come in the form of financial hardship, marital problems, health concerns, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, and so many other things. No one is exempt from life's trials and tribulations, and certainly not temptations which can often lead to bad choices and negative consequences. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 tells us, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Again, the scripture tells us that no temptation comes upon us that is not common to mankind and that God, our faithful, loving, sovereign God, has also provided a way out so that we can endure it. Our Father not only knows that we are going to face turbulent times, but promises that he is faithful and won't allow us to go through anything he does not believe we can handle. He also promises to provide a way of escape so that we can endure it. When you think about this, it's somewhat of an oxymoron. They contradict one another. The scripture says he provides a way of escape so that we can endure it. So you might say to yourself, if God provides a way of escape, then why do we need to endure it? The answer is simply because the escape may not come right away. And letting his children endure it is necessary for the growth that he inevitably wants to instill in us. God is saying to us, it will come to an expected end, so hold on. But in the midst of it, I'm doing some great things. God is saying, I'm doing some great things in you and through you. The word also tells us in Psalms 31, verse 19, that we in the body of Christ are destined to see afflictions. As a matter of fact, the word says that we will see many afflictions during this walk with Christ. We also know that Satan, the thief, and his demonic forces are constantly targeting us, our families, our friends, and our loved ones for destruction. But the word in third Psalm 31 says, but the Lord delivereth him out of all of them, not some of them, but all of them. In the scripture found in John chapter 10, verse 10, it says that thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. However, it goes on to tell us that Jesus said, I am come that you might have a life and that you might have it more abundantly. So with this understanding that God is with us during di these difficult times and that he provides a way of escape, deliverance, while helping us to endure our tribulations and our situations, 
it should be clear to all of us that we are going to go through some things, difficult things, but we will see the victory. And that victory will lead us to the abundant life that Christ came to bring us. In other words, our faith should be strong enough to counteract fear, depression, complaining, and giving up. Why? Because we are aware what the thief comes to do, steal, kill, and destroy, but we know we have a sovereign God fighting those battles for us, and we know that we have a Lord and Savior in Jesus Christ who came to give us the victory, not just an eternal life, but in the abundant life. Without faith in God and his word, we are destined to crumble under the pressure. But standing on the promises of God will help build that sustaining faith in us that we need to carry us to the end. And that end is victory and abundant life. You might be asking, what is faith? Is it an empty word we use to help us deny what we're experiencing? deny our circumstances, our feelings of failure we might be experiencing, or responsibility for playing a key role in life's outcomes. No, I assure you not. Faith is knowing that despite how things may look, what you may hear, and what others may believe, or even the outcome of your circumstances according to friends and family around you, that these things we desire are possible. They are possible not through our own means, but they are possible through God. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assure about what we do not see. Not what we see, but what we do not see. Romans 5 verse 5 tells us that the true faith in God's promises through his word manifests itself in hope. Hope that many would categorize as unfounded, but because we know our spirit that we can rely on, our father, we need not feel embarrassed or shamed. Let me read that again. Because we know in our spirit, not in our flesh, Not in our mind, not in our emotions, but in our spirit that we can rely on our father. We need not feel embarrassed or ashamed. Hope is standing on those things you don't see, but knowing that you serve a wonderful, loving God who sent his only begotten son to die for your life, eternal life. That if you did that and so much more for me, God, I just have to continue to believe that you have me in the palm of your hand and you will carry me to the destination I need to get to. I'm going to trust you, God, despite what I see, despite what I feel and despite what people are saying to me. I'm going to trust you, God, because you are God all by yourself. So many of us live in shame. Shame for the past things that we have done that have brought negative consequences. But Romans 5, 5 says we don't have to have shame and hoping in God. It says, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That great gift of the Holy Spirit our leader and our guider 
says. You don't have to have shame in hoping in your father, a father who loves you. If we are the children of God, and we know this by Romans 8, 16, then we should be equally certain that during trials and tribulations, we can count on God. That despite the fact that he may have to chasten us, which is correct to punish us for our disobedience, his love is unfailing. We can count on the fact that as our father, although he does not want us to walk in rebellion against him, he will always be faithful, just, and merciful towards us. Romans 8 and 16 says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. We don't ever have to question, am I a child of God when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? That is a gift that we did not earn. There's nothing you can do to earn salvation. But it says when we receive salvation through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we are adopted into the kingdom, the family of God. My beloved, I want to remind you that despite what you're going through, God is always there providing the strength and covering you. Faith requires that we remember what he has done in the past and remain open to the wonderful things he has promised to do in the future. When you're feeling down and discouraged, think back to what he has done to you, done for you thus far. When you are down and discouraged and it looks like you can't see your way clear through what you're going through, remember what God has done for you in the past. Things you haven't even asked him for. But he has been faithful and merciful to do them because he loves you. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. That's an awesome promise from God. You may not see me, and because of what you're going through, you may not even feel me. But guess what, my beloved, he says to you, fear not, I am here. Don't be dismayed because I am your God and I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. How do we get from frustration to a conviction of faith? The Bible tells us that David was a man after God's own heart. Although he made many unwise decisions that cost him dearly, David's love for God was unfailing. Yet even David struggled under the pains of tribulation and attacks from his enemy. Psalms 13 says, David cried out to God in his frustration. But at the end of his prayer, he stood firm in his conviction that God's love never fails. And deliverance will come. Say that, my beloved. Deliverance will come. David resigned himself to the fact that praising God would supersede his feelings of doubt and his complaining. Let's read Psalms 13. 
This gives us a complete idea of how troubled David was in his spirit. I'm sure many of you, as I have, have been in this situation and felt what David felt. He says, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts? And day after day have sorrow in my heart. How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer me, Lord, my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Hallelujah. Say that, my beloved, for I will sing the Lord's praise despite what I'm going through, despite how I feel, despite how it looks. I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Has God been good to you? If he has, let that be the banner that you carry. The banner of faith that says, despite my circumstances, my Lord has been good to me. We can stand as strong in our conviction as David did. We can trust God and experience a rejoice in our heart that amazes even us. We can sing praises instead of complaints during trials and tribulations. This doesn't mean that like David, we won't encounter concerns and worry when God answer or deliverance does not come right away. We may feel sad, tired, and sometimes beat up. Yet when we feel this way, we must take these concerns to God in prayer. And we must again say, as David said, I will sing the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. But I also encourage you to say this, and he will be good to me again. Hallelujah. Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. God tells us in Philippians 4, 7, that when we take our concerns to him, he guarantees us that he will provide peace that will confound the minds of those even around us. Philippians 4 and 7 says, And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, when you take your concerns to God and you have enough faith to know that he heard you and that he has you in his right hand of righteousness, there's a peace that will come upon you that will confound you and everybody around you. Because it may look like the circumstances hasn't changed, but there's a peace that you're resting in. We must learn to stand strong in our convictions. There are some difficult circumstances that we can't change in our own lives, but we can rest assured that as Psalms 91 tells us, if we have faith in God, he is our refuge. When there is no one else to trust, we can trust God. He again promises to deliver us. And until the deliverance come, we can rest in the knowledge that he will cover us. He will uphold us in his right hand. God tells us that many will fall at our side and much more at our hand. But 
but that it shall not come near to us. Lastly, he says, while all of this occurs, he will appoint his angels to encamp around us. Glory to God. Can you feel the ministering angels even at this point that God has appointed to surround you? Let's read Psalms 91. It says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High God will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampant. It goes on to tell us in verse 7, A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near to you. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, that you have commanded your angels to surround us and guard us in all our ways. I thank you. God, that you have been faithful to carry us through these trials and tribulations that we are enduring. God is an awesome God, my beloved. He has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten me. He has promised that he will never leave us or forsake us. We must stand firm in our unfailing faith. We must have sustaining faith even through the most difficult times that God is still on the throne and that our intercessor, the Holy Ghost and Christ Jesus is at his ear telling our Father just what we need to carry us to our appointed destiny that he has assigned for you and assigned for me. I pray that you're encouraged during these difficult times and remain assured as I remain assured that you are not alone. God's got you covered. Bless you. I'll see you again. This has been Pastor Michelle Thomas with El Peter Ministries. What is? Brothers and sisters, I'm asking that you partner with me that I may feed those that are hungry right here in Boston, Massachusetts. Provide recovery support services through the word of God to those that are dealing with addiction. Buy gloves, socks, scarves, and clothes for those that are homeless and are outside in the cold. No gift is too small. I ask that if God puts it on your heart, that you send a love offering that can be used to pour in to the ministry of God. Beloveds, we have to meet the needs of people if we want them to see the love of God. I hope that you will partner with me. You may send your love offering or your gift to build the ministry and meet the needs of people to El Peter Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 43, Grove Hall, Mass, 02121. Again, that's P.O. Box 43, Grove Hall, Mass, 02121. Bless you. Join me again. May God smile upon you. In Jesus' name, amen.